Melinda, you've lost your edge. That's what my husband Ryan said to me in late fall 2022. So I retired both of my podcasts that I started in 2019 and created the You Have the Power To podcast. This podcast was created to shift my energy and give you the power to shift yours. It combines my vast experience in the 3D and beyond as an intuitive channel, certified life and business coach, mentor, consultant, business owner with my husband, Ryan, a high 7D practitioner, human design coach, and writer. My intention is that you feel inspired and motivated to believe in yourself and take action today on something in your life and or business that moves the needle towards manifesting your goals and dreams. Now let's do this. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's You Have the Power To podcast. I am so excited and grateful that you joined me. Thank you. I have had the best week, and I want to just share this with you before we dive in to part two of narratives, and that is I've just really made a conscious effort to have more fun, and my husband works a lot, if you know anything about me at all, you know my husband and I own Good Karma Sport Fishing, and he gets booked every day. So <laughs> he takes the charters, and the only times that he isn't fishing is really when the weather's bad, or let's say a, a client cancels for some reason, but mostly it's weather-related. And so I do spend a lot of time by myself. We don't have children, and I'm, I'm good with that. Like, that's, that's fine. I, I could definitely help someone on the topic of being child-free, if you ever want to um, talk to anybody about that, I am someone who's very comfortable with being child-free. So anywho, but that leads me just that I'm home a lot by myself, and that's why I'm involved in a lot of activities. Sometimes people make comments to me about how busy I am. Well, I'm really not. (laughs) It just seems that way on social media. It's not that I'm putting up a false front. Like, it's just something to post, right? And I love sharing. So I really started to do a deep dive this year, and I wanted to have more fun. So I'm just so grateful. On Sunday, my friend Charlotte, she's a fellow freelance writer. That's how I met her uh, over two years ago when she wrote that first article about me and my book in the Upper Keys Weekly. We've become friends. We went to Unicorn World. We were the oldest ones there, for sure. (laughs) It was mostly moms and their three- to four-year-old little daughters. That was truly, like, everyone that was there. Moms with their three- to four-year-old little daughters. But we had fun. We walked around for an hour. We took pictures. We laughed. And we had a good time, so that was super fun. And then we had a great lunch on Lincoln Road in uh, South Beach because that's where the convention center was, so it's just right there. We had a really amazing lunch. It was so delicious. And then I had a good week. I had a good networking week. I made a lot of um, decisions and changes that are just more in alignment with my business and who my audience is. So... Really just kind of even taking things I said last week on the podcast and taking them to another level of like, you know, who who am I serving? Like who can benefit from this information, this vast amount of information that I have and I continue to build upon? I'm here to help. This is what this podcast is for. It is free. I want to do the best job possible. So then it's like, okay, who am I networking with? Who am I talking to? And really like looking at that. 
and I made a decision to join a new networking group that I first heard about through my friend Greta and um, further through Elisa, and I'm just really excited about that. So just made some changes in that, and then I drove up to Central Florida to stay with my very good friend Paula, and we were reps together for eight years, and we roomated together, if that's a word, roomated in Atlanta and in High Point, North Carolina for trade shows, and I just adore her. And it's been like a year since I saw her. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. How does a year go by that I don't see one of my closest friends? So, but we had a great time and we went to the beach and we ate really good food. She picked amazing restaurants and we laughed and we swam in her pool and we just had a really fun time. I went for a nice walk by myself uh, while she had a meeting and it was just really, really awesome. So I just want to say, like, put down your phone, <laughs> like, go out, have some fun. And, and yeah, it might take a little effort to pick up a phone and call someone um, or join a group. Go on meetup.com. There's tons of groups. I just feel that the world is really in this pattern of, like, loneliness or fakeness and Find, find the people that you want to be around and it may take some effort. Like, and again, my podcast last week, it's not about you. Like you shouldn't feel bad if you don't like everyone. Just kind of take your time with it and figure out, you know, who is someone that you can relate to, who is someone who has positive energy and is going to move you forward and you're not just complaining and in like a vicious cycle who's gonna make you laugh or have fun with you and just start to do that there's too many people I I got sucked into TikTok I wrote about it in my newsletter this week and there's just people that are just sad and and alone and, and my heart goes out for you because honestly you can change it you can change it there are groups out there that you can join There's a friend out there that you haven't spoken to in a while that you can pick up the phone and call or email or text. You can do that. Like, you can do that. Or just get out of your house and go for a walk. Like, goodness gracious. Like, something. So I think that really owning, like, what do you want out of this life? And for me, I just wanted to have more fun. And it wasn't that I wasn't, like, having fun. I just wanted to, like, up it and not feel so just in my house all the time, (laughs) really, even though I really like our new house, like it's good. I really like it. It's not that I don't. So that's again, like part of it, like I'm not in a bad place at all. It was like, okay, how can I just like up the ante? I'm always looking for an amplifier and my Anagi crystals and the high 70 energy. Like again, always looking for like an amplifier, like what's next? How can I next level my success? How can I next level my mindset? How can I next level my energy, my intuition, my psychic abilities? Like all those things. Like how can I like keep on growing and evolving? And fun was on the list. So there you go. So uh, I would love to hear from you. Like some fun ideas, especially if you're watching this on YouTube. Please subscribe to my channel, like and comment and tell me a fun idea. Like tell me something you do that's fun or that you want to do and you're going to do and you're like, yep, I'm inspired now. I'm going to go do this. Like, give me a comment on YouTube. I I would love to hear. So last week's podcast was about stopping the limiting narratives, part one. And in that podcast, if you have not listened, please go back and listen. I talk about not having to like everyone and that it's not a 
bad thing. Like, it's not your fault. Like, it's just a narrative out there that you're supposed to like everyone. And, and you don't have to. It doesn't mean anything bad. It doesn't mean you're a jerk. I'm not saying to be a jerk. I'm not saying to not spread love and light. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, not everyone's going to connect. And that's okay. Everyone has the things they like. Everyone has the things they don't like. Like, make the choices that fit for you because the universe responds to you. So that was one of them. The other one was retiring your husband. Like a narrative I hear coaches say a lot that they want to make a lot of money so they can retire their husband. So I dove into that because I definitely have experience with that, with my husband and I building a business and us switching off and on with helping each other, empowering each other is the message here, and really supporting each other in terms of living our dreams. And sometimes the money goes back and forth. It goes from me making more money than Ryan and then Ryan making more money technically than me and we just balance each other out and that's fine because it's just money. It's just energy. So I talk about that and then I talk about the W word and you know I, I recorded that podcast. I'm like there might be some people out there who have no idea what the W word is like truly have no idea and that's good. I'm still not going to say it because I don't like it so I'm not going to say it. So if you don't know what it is you can just like go, okay, I don't know what it is. And that's a good thing. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) So I think that that's a very, very great thing. If you're like, what is W word? And you don't know. That's perfect. Perfect. You're not supposed to know you're in a great place. And maybe someday you'll hear it. And then you'll go, oh, Melinda talked about this. And yes, I agree. It is a word that is not very like serious. It's like, oh, I'm joking. So there you go. This week, I want to talk about three big topics, and I'm not going to be super long on them. I'm going to try really hard, and I might extrapolate them into YouTube videos, and I had tried to do that for one of them, and my video ended up getting, had some, let's say, pauses, and I thought that was going to be okay because I was trying to work with a new platform called Veed. And I really like Veed, but Veed wasn't working for this video for some reason. So I don't know if it was just divine intervention or something, but I stopped like stressing about it and moved on. I actually don't stress. I just kind of move on. So the first one I want to talk about is about for me first. And I have talked about this in the past and it's just such a big topic And I just think it's really important. So I want to include it in the narratives. And I want to share a little story in regards to it. Because I think this story shares some context. And I really believe that my stories and other people's stories do help give context to a world out there that is becoming more and more confusing with all these terms and narratives. And no one really knows what everyone's talking about sometimes, which is one of the huge reasons why I'm doing the free general Ahai sessions. And I've had three of them so far, and they've been fantastic. I'm so excited. I really love the format. I was nervous. I'm going to say I was nervous. I didn't know how it was going to go. And I'm a boundary person. So I was like, how's this going to be? But I set the boundaries and everyone on my calls have been just amazing. And I'm so grateful. So if you're one of those people that have been on one of my free high calls, I just really appreciate you for showing up, um, for doing the work. And if you can share about the free high calls, I'd appreciate it. I would appreciate it if you could give me a testimonial because that helps me too 
to share. I would appreciate that. And it's just been really great. So the second part of those calls is a general Q&A where people can ask questions about a hai, about um, something metaphysical. It could, and it could be about meditation. It could be about journaling. It could be about something you heard on the internet and you, you would like more clarity. So that is why I have a general Q&A. So instead of the calls being a personal reading like my $111 one-on-one calls are, those are a high sessions and a personal reading where I actually can tap in and get messages from your guides. And then we have a conversation about them, more of like a coaching, intuitive, psychic call. That's really what those are. Um, these are just general high transmissions. And then again, time for Q&A. So I love that because, again, there's just so much information out there on the internet and it's been confusing and this is going to be one of those topics. So, But before we get started, I am going to read this review from Millicent and she has been on two of my calls and I'm so appreciative. She's just lovely with great energy. She's just really cool. And here was her testimonial. So I hope this helps someone else out there if you're trying to decide if a high is something you would like to try and trying to decide if you would like to be on the list, the separate email list to receive the free Zoom link. And the next one is June 18th. So here we go. I had a free general high 7D session with Melinda. She explained what a high 7D was all about. During the session, I finally experienced the state of nothingness that I had been looking for for years. Wow, it really happened. I never thought it was possible for me. After the session, she answered all questions everyone had. I'm so glad I found you, Melinda. So thank you so much, Millicent, for this testimonial. And what she's talking about is she had started to meditate. And I remember when I was starting to meditate, I um, really had to work on the overthinking, for sure, and the mind racing, for sure. And no one really explained a lot about meditation. I... I I follow Gabby Bernstein, and I like Gabby Bernstein. I don't follow her anymore, but uh, that's how, really how I got started and all. And there's a big story in regards to a dark day of the soul and how I found a Gabby Bernstein book that was on my shelf and blah, 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 blah. And in my meditation journey, maybe after like six months, I really don't remember exactly the time frame. All of a sudden, I felt like this zone, like I was in the zone, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then my brain would take over, and then I'd be out of the zone. <laughs> so that's the state of nothingness that Millicent is talking about. So if you are someone who meditates, if you are someone who does a lot of spiritual work, um, a lot of activations, perhaps, a lot of energy sessions, like a high, um, I, you know, I don't really think the Reiki's in the same vein, in my opinion, but let's say just other energy sessions and activations, just to keep it simple. Um, this is definitely what happens is you get, get like in the zone. You feel like maybe you're going into another field. It's just a really cool, blissed out type feeling and vibe. So it happened for Millicent, and I was so excited to hear that. So congratulations. And if anyone else is interested, again, all you have to do is get on my email list at Melinda at MelindaVanFleet.com. You can send me a message. You can email me at that and just ask to be on my email list. And then you can also ask to be on the free high list. And I will put you on that list. There's two different lists. And you can just say, hey, I want to be on both. <laughs> that keeps it simple. <laughs> and then you'll be on both and you'll get the links. So there you go. 
All right, so back to the first one I want to talk about, For Me First. This might be a long podcast, sorry. For Me First. When I started writing for the paper, I originally started writing for um, just for fun as a confidence column. And I got paid a little bit of money. I think I got paid like $75. I can't remember. But I was very happy with that. I was happy to start getting paid for writing. I was beginning this journey. I started on Medium, which is also a place where you can get paid for writing. So I was happy to start receiving money for writing because I do believe that money is a really positive thing for energetic exchange. I don't care what anyone else says out there. I think money is good. So things can be free. Things can be things you pay for. I think money is great. So anyhow, I was excited to start receiving money for my confidence columns with the Upper Keys Weekly. And it morphed into the editor, Jim, who's a super great guy, asking me if I would write interview articles instead. Um, There was limited space in the paper. He needed someone to write interview articles. And so he increased the amount that I was getting paid. And I started writing interview articles, which I love, love, love. I know a lot of business people here in the Keys because I was a sales rep for so long. And I'm also in a women's group called BPW. So I know a lot of people. Um, We've just been here for a long time. At that time, it was, what, 11 years? Now it's like over 13. So I I know a lot of people. We're at a marina. It's pretty easy for me in general to find people to write about that have um, businesses or nonprofits, and that's my lane. And when I started writing, I was writing with my heart and soul being for the person that I was writing about first. And what ended up happening is that I ended up having very high expectations and then often becoming very disappointed if they didn't love what I wrote. Like if the reaction wasn't what I hoped for, again, expectations. And expectations is something I've had to work on for many years. I have had very high expectations um, whether it's innately through my human design or from how I was raised. My, my mother, for sure, is someone with very high expectations of people. And that really fed into my life. So I've had to work on that a lot. And I've dramatically increased over the years. Like, But still, there's a point, too, where you should have some expectations. You shouldn't be like just a noodle. So that's also balance, right? That's also working on that. And I'm a 3-5 in human design, so this is some of the thought processes that I go through and, again, now teaching. So what ended up happening was in January of 2022, self-led, I came to the realization, probably just through doing spiritual work, probably led by my guides um, with all the meditation I do, that I just needed to do a simple shift, just a really simple shift, and write the articles for me first for me first and then in conjunction but like kind of a byproduct I guess you could say but I see them as friends for the other person that I'm writing about so what does that look like that looks like I'm doing something that makes me happy that makes me proud that makes me satisfied which is my self-theme in human design I'm a generator so being satisfied is my self-theme versus frustration, which is the not self-theme. So I don't want to be in the frustrated lane. See, if you're into human design or you want to learn about human design, I'm a human design coach as well. So I really embody it. So 
I was like, gosh, you know, I feel really satisfied. So I love writing these articles. So I just need to do a simple shift in my mindset to have it be that I was writing them for me. I'm writing them because I want to do it. It lights me up. I love how the pieces of the puzzle come together like magic. It's really unbelievable. Um, Very like universe working with me to create the articles. So I do feel like there's a lot of magic involved. I love how proud I feel. I love that it gives me content to promote. I love that then my my name is out there for SEO. And then again, like a sister, like a, a younger sister, it's helping the other person too. Of course, it's helping the other person too. But what happened then when I did that shift it, is it released the expectations of me that I, of the expectations I was putting on the other person. That's how I want to say it. The expectations that I was putting on the other person to love the article, to promote it as much as I would promote it, to, um, to I don't know, jump it down and do a dance. <laughs> like, who knows, right? But I had had these expectations of the other person. And quite frankly, Most people are not great with social media. Most people are not great with tagging. Most people are not great with sharing. They're just not. And so to have expectations of other people was just kind of stupid and silly and just wasting my energy. And my energy was not being used in a productive way. So when I combined all that thoughts after a lot of contemplation and pondering, I was like, you know, I really just need to shift this. I need to shift this. And that's all I did. I just shifted it for me first. For me first, I write these articles for me first, and then the byproduct is, is the other person loves it too, and if it doesn't happen, that's okay. I'm okay. I just go on to the next. It changed everything. It changed how I see so many other things because it worked. It totally worked. It relieved all this pressure and mind loops and and stress and some judgment and it just released everything. And now if a little thought comes across my mind because someone didn't like thank me, like how I think I should be thanked, which again stems from my childhood, it just can go away. I see you, it can go away. I see you, I love your little thought of like negativity (laughs) and you can go away and that's polarity, right? That's like what it is, like good, good, good and the bad and the bad can come up to the good and the good's like goodbye, like we're good here, like you can leave, you can come in my house and there's nothing to take and you can go away. So um, it just really, really helped. So if you have something going on in your life that is just causing you like mind loops and stress and it's from expectations. And this is all the shit that no one likes to talk about out there, right? No one promotes a course based on working on shit like this because no one wants to do this work. But this is the work that really changes your life, people. This is the work that really changes your life. When you can get rid of all this little crap that goes on in your brain and you can just be free and clear and go back to having fun, like I was talking about in the beginning of this podcast, and you're just having a fun day and you don't have all this little shit coming up in your head that, again, could be from your human design, could be from your childhood, your parents, a long line of ancestry that needs to be cleared out of your aura, then it's so helpful, right? It's so freeing. Be like, oh, yeah, I just need to shift that. And I'm good. And I'm good. So that was a huge, huge thing for me is to start to put me first So the narrative out there on the line is like, give, 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 and give, give, give. And I'm going to say, think about it. What exactly is it? And how do you feel? 
and really do the work around that. If it's totally fine with you, that's great. That's good. Then you're okay with the narrative, but someday you may change it. Someday you may reevaluate it, or someday you may help someone else with this information. It may be that you're hearing this information today to help someone else. May not be for you, may not be relating to you right now, or maybe for you to help someone else. So again, that's just in general. All right, number two, where do I want to go? Oh yes, trauma and healing. This is another one. So as a Gen Xer, I'm going to say, if I have any other Gen X friends out there listening to this, or even older, let's say, like, I had never heard the word trauma until like, I don't even know, five years ago? I'm like, what? So when I heard trauma, my brain immediately was like, oh my gosh, that person was like locked up in the basement and fed rats for like 10 years of their life and and actually that has happened there was like a whole family of like kids that were locked up in the basement and the parents got you know found out because one of the girls escaped oh my gosh that shit can happen so trauma to me has always been like a really heavy heavy thing that happens that's just like really horrible like you lost a child um, I would definitely say that's trauma. When my brother died, that was trauma. When Jason, my brother-in-law, died, trauma. When Amy, my really good friend from college, died, trauma. Um, someone gets shot. Oh, my gosh, trauma. Not when your boyfriend breaks up with you. Um, no, that's just life. That's just life sucks, and you'll, and you'll find someone else that's better. Um, I hear all sorts of things, all sorts of, like, overhealing and... People say, no, no, you need to keep healing and healing and healing and sitting in these feminine circles and healing. And it's like, what are you doing? The goal in life is to move out of these things, to move out of these things. So again, there's less of it. If you keep trying to do all this deep healing and like, What are you doing? It's such the law of attraction. And I talked about this on another podcast. Like if you keep doing, trying to do all this deep healing every five seconds, it's just the law of attraction. Like there's always going to be stuff. There's just always going to be stuff. I have stuff bubble up now and then. And I just look at it and I'm like, okay, I see you. Goodbye. Goodbye. We're good. We're good here. There's nothing, nothing at all for you. (laughs) Like I see you. We're good. I know where things have come from in my life. Um, I know that there's patterns in my ancestral lineage. I, I know things are in my human design, like in my gene key. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I've done the heavy lifting. I've done the heavy lifting. So now, in my ascension process, like, I'm in a good place. So again, something comes across. I can look at it and be like, I see you. We're good here. You can go now. And we move on. So I've had way too many interactions with people. I've had way too many um, just sitting in on a meeting, um, going to an event where it's the same vibe of this heavy, heavy healing and trauma and narrative of this. And you have to take a look at this and go, where do I need to just go, okay, I've done a really amazing job. And you should be proud of this, by the way. I've done a really amazing job of working on the major traumas in my life. And from now on, I'm going to say I'm good. I'm good. And move into that direction that you're good. Like, you're good. Yes, little things are going to bubble up. Things will still always happen to you. It is freaking life. 
and you're going to say, I got this, I got this, this is good, I see you, I'm good. Because sitting and having these major, like, mother wound, kumbaya circles, like, it is, <laughs> you don't need to do that after a certain point. Do it initially if you feel you need to. I never did that, honestly. I just worked really hard on grounding, on spending a lot of time opening up my right brain, and really just recognizing things as they popped up. But if you feel like you need a sense of community to get through things, then I guess you do you and do that. That's great. Do that. Join a community. But don't stay in it for like years and years and years. It's nuts. Like, no, just like might take a year, maybe six months, maybe even faster, maybe even faster. We all have had different levels of things that have happened to us and some more than others. I said to my friend Paula, I was telling her about money trauma and and in regards to something else, um, not me, but something else. And she was like, money trauma? Like, what are you talking about? Like, so she didn't like know, which I thought was so great because she's not online. So she doesn't know any of these narratives. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, so it was, it was awesome. I was like, kudos to you, girl. Like, she was like, what? And she just lives like this happy life. Like her and her husband just live like this happy life. They travel, they have fun, they have a nice house and they just are very content. So you don't need to dig up stuff. Like I would never say to her, oh, you need to start working on all this stuff from your past because I'm sure you're not healed. No, she's good. She's good. She's doing her thing. She's 60 years old. She's doing her thing. So you can do your thing too. And the third one I want to talk about, which is one that just is like nails on a chalkboard for me, I'm just going to be real honest, is accountability. Oh my goodness. I have never, ever, ever ever, 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 ever heard a successful person say the reason why they're successful is because someone held them accountable. Never, never, never. And I have listened to gazillions of personal development books, self-help books, self-help books, um, all the uh, big names out there. Oh, Oh, goodness. Like, I've never, never heard this. So all of a sudden, a few years ago, when accountability started bubbling up as a thing, as a way to have like a Facebook group, as um, oh, something to add into your coaching program, I'm just like, why don't you want it bad enough? That's accountability. You hold yourself accountable. Why don't you want it bad enough? That's the work. The work is going, why aren't, why aren't I doing this? Why aren't I doing this? Which is why some people end up being really successful after they hit, hit rock bottom. Rock bottom is like, oh, shit, now I got to do it, right? <laughs> For me, it was when I decided to release weight, I was pissed. I was pissed off. Then I held myself accountable and I did it. And I lost over 44 pounds in three and a half months. Like... I was pissed. That's why I did it. I didn't need someone to hold me accountable. I didn't need it. I didn't need it. And if you're someone that thinks you need accountability too, because you've listened to that narrative, I'm going to ask you, like, think about it. Number one, do you really need it? Do you really? Or is it just like a crutch for you? Or are you just not mad enough? You don't want it bad enough. Think about it. I was part of a mid-size, I'd say, coaching and consulting group last year from like April, May, June, 
July, I started to feel the energy shift. August, I checked out mentally. September, I was released. So let's say three months, I was like drinking the Kool-Aid. And they used accountability as a selling tactic. And I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm like, okay, let's see. Let's see if I'm wrong. I'm like always open to see, you know what? You can challenge me. Let's see if I'm wrong. I'm going to drink this Kool-Aid and do the thing. And I had several coaching clients um, with accountability requests as like a reason why they were sold this program. You have to join them for a year and they're sold a program, a coaching program. And I would do the thing. I would try to hold them accountable and I would say, do you, how do you like to be held accountable? Do you want an email? Do you want um, a text? You know, how would you like to be held accountable for this thing that you you decided that you wanted to do? You wanted to make more cold calls. You wanted to send out thank you notes. You wanted to do social media posts every day. You know, whatever it was that they wanted to do against a coaching program. So they are who, you know, says what activities they wish to do. And none of them did the thing. So even if I texted them, emailed them, left them a voice text, uh, messaged them on Facebook, you know, whatever, none of them still did the thing. It was bananas. I was like, okay, you said you want accountability. You signed up for this program and you're paying, you're paying. And you said you wanted accountability. And then when I said, what kind of accountability would you like? Because we only talked on Zoom like every other week. So there was like, you know, a, a span of time in between to do the actions to grow their business. They still didn't do it. It was crazy. And then when I started to dive into the CRM to look for leads, I started going, oh my gosh, so many people quit this program. It was mind blowing how many people quit the program. And that's because like, it just doesn't work. The whole like premise of selling on accountability doesn't work because people really don't do the thing even when they say they're gonna do the thing. So look at this, please. This narrative of I can be your accountability coach or I need to find an accountability coach. Like it's really not necessary. Like I'm going to say you're a total unicorn. If you are truly that person, I need someone to hold me accountable and you do the thing and you have like life changing transformational results. You are a fucking unicorn because it is not the norm out there. So that is a narrative that is just ridiculous. Again, it's like nails on chalkboard. Do the work. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you doing the thing that you want to be held accountable for? And how can you get more pissed off? Like, just seriously, what's going on here? Like, take a look at that and then make the changes and then you'll be good. You'll be good to go. And human design is a great tool for this process because you'll either see, like if you have a human design reading with me or you work with me one-on-one, it's just infused in my program, Either way is fine because you're just you're going to just grow so quickly when you start to understand this. But some of us have the power in our body graph, right? So like I do. But if I didn't, it's a place for me to learn. It's my place to go to school. And then you figure it out. Like you put a plan together and you figure it out. You're still going to want it. We all have desires and wants. So you just figure a way to do it. Like you figure a way to do it. It's the same thing as like, if you're like naturally talented versus you figured out how to do it by the skill. And this came up with a client in a workshop. I'm working with her and her team 
and they it's funny they I think they all thought I was like naturally gifted at speaking in public and and putting these workshops together because I create these workshops and I was like no I'm not naturally talented at all I only have one gate in my throat which is a channel 2343 the freak genius but I've had to learn how to speak I've had to learn how to speak in public without being nervous. I've had to grow my confidence. I'm not naturally talented at this. It's a skill. So we all have the ability to take something that we desire to look at it and go, am I naturally talented in this? So it just needs some fine tuning, let's say, or is it something I've got to work on? So it's in the skill bucket. And that's like part of the work too. And that's definitely something I can help you with. Again, human design is amazing for that. And then throw some high energy sessions on that. And you're like adding lighter fluid to your goals and dreams. And that is exactly what I've done. That's exactly what I'm doing for the people I'm working with. That's exactly what I've done for Ryan. And it's just so transformational. So the tools I have to help you are truly life-changing. And I'm just, oh, so lit up. So it is halfway through 2023. And I am challenging you to look at your life, to see what's going on, like how can you maximize the rest of this year? And if you are interested in working together, reach out to me. I have so many ways to work together between the high sessions, whether it's free or single session, activate and extend workshops, um, laser sessions, beyond basic business audit, one-on-one coaching, consulting. I put together packages to work with teams and with businesses. That's a very crafted process, but definitely reach out to me. My email is melinda at melindavanfleet.com. My Instagram is melinda underscore vanfleet. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. That's where I hang out. And my YouTube channel, as I mentioned earlier. So I hope you like this podcast. I loved recording it. Again, do the work. Like, look at these narratives. You may not agree with me. That's okay. That's what the world is round. But you may agree with me in six months. <laughs> so I always tend to be like ahead of the curve. And that's what I'm owning my power on is that I tend to be ahead of the curve on a lot of things out there. And it's something I've had to work on over the years is letting go of anyone else who judges me for that and just owning my power. So I'm telling you to look at yourself today, what narratives are bothering you, whether you agree or disagree and do that work because you have the power to do the same thing. Thank you so much for listening. I love you and I hope you have a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant week ahead of you. Thanks.